Pleased to be joined on the line now by Nick Reamer, who is the branch president of the National Tertiary Education Union at Sydney University. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, Nick. Thanks for asking me, Alex. Now, there has been a recent vote for a 48-hour strike at Sydney University uh, for professional and academic staff uh, happening later this uh, semester. It's the second 48-hour strike uh, due to take place or that will be taking place this year at Sydney University. Obviously, lots of different factors and uh, you know and, and, and issues at play there, Nick, but briefly explain to our listeners uh, why there's been this uh, vote uh, to carry out another 48-hour strike uh, a little later this semester. Sure, Alex. I mean, this will be the fifth and the sixth days of strike action that we will have taken at the uni since May. Um, and it's just a symptom of the you know, severe institutional crisis that we have at Sydney Uni um, and that reflects the state of Australian higher education in, in general. You know, we've got an institution here which is fantastically rich, um, but which is continually crying poor and refusing to invest in its staff. And what that means is a huge number of a huge amount of teaching being done by extremely precariously employed casual staff with no job security, no entitlements, no sick leave, uh, less superannuation than everyone else. For students, that means, you know, a continual churn of staff. You don't know whether you're going to be taught by the same person from one year to the next. Hugely overcrowded classes in many cases and massively inefficient sort of admin systems that just complicate everything here. So our strike is really about trying to fix these problems that the university has and doing so by actually respecting staff. We've got a vice-chancellor at the moment who isn't even an academic, never set foot in a university before he became vice-chancellor of Sydney. He's trying to, you know, he's trying to put Sydney Uni under the thumb of the market as much as he can. Uh, run it like a business, and we're just not standing for that. Now, of course, uh, the university administration cited the uh, the, the excuse, really, uh, I think that was understood at the time as an excuse, and certainly in retrospect, it's clearly an excuse, the excuse of COVID for uh, getting rid of a lot of uh, casuals and not granting pay rises uh, and you know, driving very much a hard, hard bargain with uh, the, the periods of, of negotiation. What's the administration arguing uh, now, Nick, because there's, there's no uh, you know signs of, of compromise uh, very much an intransigent position from the administration. They no longer have you know, the pandemic really as a, as a pretext, do they, for driving such a hard bargain? No, they really don't. And they also have a $1.04 billion surplus that they announced um, from, from last year. So, you know, the pandemic was actually fantastic business for Sydney Uni. Um, they're richer than they've been at almost any time, I think any time in the past, yet they're still refusing staff uh, a genuine, you know, reasonable pay rise. They want to strip academics of their right to conduct research as, as part of their workload. And the striking thing, Alex, is that they really don't have good arguments for this. Usually in enterprise bargaining negotiations, we sit opposite, you know, actual university leaders at the table, the vice chancellor, the provost, senior academics who actually run the place. This time, uni management have employed a, a, a high-end corporate lawyer from Clayton Utes to do all their bargaining for them. And his agenda is very clearly to just drive through what management want. And they're not even doing us the courtesy of showing up at the table so we can have a serious conversation with the people who actually make the decisions in the institution. 
Now, Nick, uh, it's fantastic, the activity, the strike activity that's been happening at uh, Sydney University. And one of the reasons uh, we're interviewing you today uh, from so far afield in Perth is because I I can tell you from this side of the country, Nick, that uh, uh, the strike activity there, the militancy, has not gone unnoticed. Uh, Something of inspiration, I have to say, I'm sure for a lot of other university workers. Just briefly, what is it? Is there something in the the water there at Sydney University? What's the the secret to your success? Because I I think uh, staff there at Sydney Uni are seen as something of a spearhead, you know, in the wider university sector in terms of uh, leading the, the campaign for better wages and conditions, you know, better, uh, you know, uh, outcomes for, for, for university staff? Yeah, well, I mean, I think there are several things, Alex. We have a large NTEU branch. It's either the largest or the second largest in the country. It, you know, competes with um, with Melbourne mainly for, for, the, for that distinction. We've also got a tradition of militancy. Um, you know, in 2013, in that enterprise bargaining round, it took six days of strike action in order to, to turn back the attacks that the management at that stage was, was making on staff. So there is a certain practice of industrial action. But what I would say, I think, is that, you know, um, the level of industrial activity in Australia is just so low that even something that to me seems really fairly modest, you know, the fifth and sixth days of strike action, that counts as something big and unusual. And I think that points to the problem that we have in this country with industrial militancy. We don't go on strike nearly enough. Um, You know, unions have been eroded by some of the harshest anti-union laws in the Western world. And the union movement as a whole just needs to get back up on its feet and it needs to fight. And that involves risks. And it involves, you know, being courageous and doing things where you don't really necessarily know that you're going to get the right outcome. Um, But unless we do that sort of bold risk taking, we're going to go backwards because that's the evidence of, you know, all of the most recent experience in the higher education sector and elsewhere. You know, university workers are like other workers in that respect. Yeah, there's nothing exceptional about what's happening university workers, no doubt, which brings me on to my next uh, topic, Nick, and it's really outside your remit uh, as the uh, branch president for the National Tertiary Education Union, but obviously as a worker you take interest in what's happening in other sectors as well. It does seem that there's a bit of an uptick in industrial activity in Australia. We've had the railway workers' strikes in Sydney. Uh, early childhood educators took a brilliant uh, action. Hundreds of childcare centres uh, uh, closed down. We've had a public sector uh, workers' rally here in WA. There are, there are a few uh, little signs of uh, you know, germinating seeds, if you like, of, of a new period of, of uh, in industrial uh, activity. What, what are your uh, sort of comments on, the, on some of those wider trends taking place? Well, there's no doubt that there is a wider trend. I mean, just with members of our NTEU branch here, we went over to the Royal Prince Alfred Hospital, which is just next to the Brilliant. university just last week, I think it was, to support nurses who had walked out um, from there on a statewide nurses' strike. So, yeah, we are seeing a a bigger strike wave in New South Wales, at least, and and to a certain extent nationally than we've seen for for many years. This is just absolutely essential. You know, for for too many years, working people have been content to, you know, just go along with the rising tide of austerity. Um, But it's becoming increasingly clear, I think, that, you know, your employer, your boss is not your friend. Um, You have completely uh, counterposed interests 
to them and that the only way you'll secure your rights at work is to actually stand up for yourself. And so it's fantastic to see that happening in a more assertive way uh, across lots of sectors. And at Sydney Uni, you know, as far as the higher education sector is concerned, our branch is determined to keep fighting until we, we put our management back in its box. Well, and that brings me on to my final question, uh, uh, Nick. As you say, uh, if a fifth and sixth day of, of strike activity uh, coming up, but, you know, in some sense, something of a, a, a brutal, or brutal is a, a strong word, but a, a grinding campaign. It's been going on for, for months, uh, if, if not years. How confident are you of the, the prospects of success and, and, you know, potentially even of a, uh, you know, a sort of a precedent, uh, a, a precedent agreement being set that will set an example for, for the rest of the university sector? Well, I think regardless of what happens, Alex, our campaign will have and actually already has set an example for the rest of the university sector. As I was saying, you know, uh, these kinds of workplace politics involve a lot of risk. If I could, if I could predict right now what the outcome of our campaign was going to be, there'd be a sense in which it wasn't necessary. You know, we'll only see how far we get uh, until, you know, after we've actually taken decisive and uh, strike action, and that's what we intend to do. This could go on into next year now. I mean, the enterprise agreement negotiations with our management started in August last year, so we're well into the, the second year of negotiations. We have an extremely hardline management here at Sydney University. Mark Scott, who is the former head of the ABC, is, as I said before, not has no experience of the university sector. He's been parachuted in to lead lead the university and he is applying the uh, most hardline kind of neoliberal logic that I think we've recently seen at, at the university. I think there's a case to be made that he wants to destroy the university as we know it. Not that he wouldn't think of it like that, of course, but as a complete outsider, he is systematically trying to dismantle uh, so many of the uh, of the features of, of the University of Sydney that make it distinctive. He started by uh, dis- by dismantling all of the departments in the arts faculty and completely changing the institutional structure in a way that sidelined academics. And he's now going on in this enterprise agreement round to, among other things, uh, propose to get rid of academics' right to do research. At the moment, we have a 40% of our lo- uh, workload, which is devoted to research, which you would think is the foundation of the university. Uh, when management went into these negotiating rounds, they said that they wanted to remove that right uh, completely and they wanted to force academics to negotiate how much research they'd be allowed to do annually with their supervisor. It's just a recipe for the complete erosion of free and independent academic research at the university and we're not having it.